Test and test and all right. You can cut out that other. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the state semifinal edition of the Central Texas Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Fox, joined alongside Kenny Heath. Kenny, how are you doing today, sir? Doing good, man. Uh, it gets better and better every week. You know, it kind of it's whittled down, and uh, I'm excited to talk about these games. There we and let's just let's start by going back to the region finals. An absolute great slate of games. A lot of great results. Mostly lopsided, which, you know, kind of didn't really expect that. You could have expected it in a couple games, but pretty much across the board, they were all one-sided in what seemed to be amazing matchups on paper, which they were, but just a, a couple just crazy one-sided scores. Let's start Toller, 42, Marlin, 19. Now, that one, that's probably one of the ones we kind of expected could have gone that way. Uh, Toller, just with the amazing firepower, that they have with quarterback Isaac Blessing. And then now Peyton Brown getting in the full swing of things. He had 114 yards and three touchdowns last week against Marlin. Then, you know, Marlin, you know, they, they had a 10-game winning streak going into that one. Uh, but I guess Toller, uh, just with their physicality and the way they've been ro- rolling all season long, it was just too much for the Bulldogs. Yeah, you know, I watched most of that first half of that game. And, uh, you know, Marlin kind of kept it p- competitive for a little bit. And, uh, you know, had a, a good drive, uh, shut Tuller down a couple of times. It, it seemed like it. they took them a while to get things going. But that second half, they kind of turned it on. Peyton Brown got going. Yep. Uh, Garrett Nations got going. You know, they've got a, a pretty good little three-headed monster getting ready to, to come up uh, this week against Stratford. Oh, man, that's going to be a great game. And we'll talk about that one in our – uh, semifinal preview later on in the show. Uh, but continuing with the region finals recap, uh, and a result that I did not expect whatsoever. And, I mean, Glenn Rose, we've just been writing them off pretty much all <laughs> season long. And here they go for the second straight year. They are heading into the state semifinals with an emphatic 45-13 victory over Canyon West Plains. Um, I mean, just Coach Watkins and company over there just – with how much they had to replace off last season's team, for them to come back with this new core group of players and just make this run that they've had, they started off one and four and have now won ten straight game or nine straight games. They have been phenomenal, and I think really again that's just a testament to that coaching staff. Yeah, we need to send him a fruit basket or something <laughs> and apologize. Yeah. And, and and how about Canyon Evans? Probably yeah. one of the best quarterbacks. Well, you know he is one of the best quarterbacks in uh, in uh, in. 4A D2, thrown for over 4,000 yards, 45 touchdowns. Uh, you know, it's crap. That, that's crappy for us for not talking about those guys. Because, yeah. man, they, you know, at the beginning of the year, we were talking about Hillsborough may win that district Godly. and Godly. Yeah. And, and how stupid do we sound now? Uh, and, man, what a great matchup with Gilmer. A lot oh. of points fixing to be scored over there, buddy. Yeah, and that's another one we'll preview later on. Glenn Rose for the second straight year, the champions of Region 1. Hey, and one. like you said, uh, hats off to Coach Watkins. Yeah. Man, what a what a great job he's doing over there, man. Yeah, he, ever since he's been there, they've just been a really good team all through and through. No matter – it's just plug and play. And that's what great programs have. And with great coaching staffs, build those great programs that – 
with the system that they implement, no matter who they plug into their system, they're going to be successful. And that's, again, that's just a, a testament to Cliff Watkins and his coaching staff. Just phenomenal job they're doing over there at Glen Rose. As again, for the second straight season, they're the champions of Region 1 after a 45-13 win over Canyon West Plains. And how about a a comeback victory, which you don't, you don't say a lot when you're talking about a game featuring the Mart Panthers as they trailed 20 to 10 at halftime against Love Lady and then they just rattle rattle off 47 unanswered and shut out Love Lady in the second half for an emphatic 57-20 comeback victory. Yeah, you know, and that's good for them. You know, they yeah. needed that adversity. They really hadn't had it a whole lot. They played some games probably a little closer than they did last year, but uh that's good for Mart and it's going to get them ready for this uh crazy crazy battle they're gonna have this week oh it's gonna be awesome that's gonna be awesome but when you look at this mart team again no surprise a lot of their success although how balanced they are the the key to their success has been their run game and when you look at jadarian bell over already over 2,000 yards rushing he reminds me a lot of another phenomenal running back they had a few like back in the mid-2010s in Tyreek Horn. Absolutely. He, he runs the, the same speed and power combination. J.D. Bell, you know, exudes that exactly the same as Tyreek Tyree Horn, if not better. He's been phenomenal for the past two seasons for the Mart Panthers. He had a big game last week as well in their second-half comeback. So. Hey, and both those guys are juniors. So yeah. I don't – you know, Coach Hoffman kind of flirted with retirement. I don't think – I think he's got at least one more year in yeah. after this one. Especially, yeah, because the quarterback, Medlock, as yeah. well, he's a junior as well. So, yeah, 57-20 winners. Uh, Mart over Love Lady. And for – gosh – I don't know how many years in a row now they're the champions <laughs> yeah. of Region 3. And now the team that they will be facing in the semifinals this Friday night, Chilton, 53-7 winners over Fall City. You want to guess how many points Chilton has given up through five playoff, or four playoff games? Uh, I wrote it down. Uh, no, I didn't. I looked at it, but not many. 13. Yeah. 13. 13 points in four games that Chilton has given up through four playoff Got games. Got their revenge. You know, Granger, yeah. uh, uh, who, who, Ganado or – no, no. So, so yeah, they, they they beat Granger in round three. Yes, my and bad. The, Fall City's like, yeah, yeah, and then, then so Fall got City. Got revenge two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, motorboated <laughs> Fall City and <laughs> yeah. just they're on a roll, dude. Yeah, big time. 53-7 winners they were over Fall City, which, again, sets up a phenomenal semifinal matchup against Mart, which, again, we will dive on to later into the show. And then Stephenville, their season comes to an end. 41-21 uh, losers to Anna. And how about Anna in this playoff round? They knock off China Spring in the second round and then Stephenville here in the region final. How about Anna? They're on a roll here. Absolutely. And then they get Decatur, I believe, and that's going to be a great yeah. – Decatur's kind of like a – well, not like Glen Rose, but, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know they got that great running back over there, and so that's going to be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be a phenomenal game as well. Uh, Franklin, they get their revenge as well over oh. Lorena, 49-27. Jane Jackson, of course, having another big game. Um, yeah, I think I, – I, I really – I've been saying it for the last two or three weeks now. I think we're on a Franklin-Malikoff collision course, and with how that emphatic victory – especially with how heartbreaking that loss was against Lorena. They played Lorena at home and lost on a game-winning field goal as time expired. And then they, at a neutral site here in the playoffs, they get their revenge, uh, winning by three scores over Lorena, big time for the Franklin Lions. Yeah, and they're just, like you said, a a playoff freight train, and it's probably headed for Malakoff and uh, Arlington, and that's going to be – 
primetime stuff. An all-timer for sure. At 3 o'clock. Yeah, they got the middle game, so it won't be primetime, but it'll be good stuff. And on the west side of that 3A Division One bracket, Malakoff, the winners uh, of Region 2 for the second straight season as they take care of, of a damn good Winsboro team in emphatic fashion, 58-20. Now, I expected Malakoff to win this one. I think you had Winsboro. I had Malakoff. I thought it, I thought it was gonna be one possession. Just we've we saw firsthand how good this Winsboro team was, and to see them handle that good Winsboro team the way that they did, it was never really close at that point. No, at, at any point in the game, it, it, it was close when it was zero zero. But aside from that, it was never really close. Malakoff got, you know. They built an early lead and just kind of rode that. And kind of the same way that Winsboro beat Whitney. They built an early lead and kind of just kept him at arm's length the rest of the way. Malakoff did the same thing and then some against Winsboro. Just a big-time win for Malakoff, and they set up for a second straight year a semifinal matchup against Brock. Yeah, and, you know, I I picked Winsboro. I don't know what the heck I was thinking. You know, they just <laughs> made a, a really high-flying, dynamic offensive machine look pedestrian. Yeah. I mean, just – Winsboro went for on fourth down several times. They got stuffed. They tried the onside mm-hmm. kick. Malakoff returns it for a touchdown. Yep. It's just, you know, it's kind of like uh, what we saw earlier in the year uh, when, you know, the first round of the playoffs when uh, Little River beat Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Malakoff. Oh, uh, Hitchcock. Hitchcock. I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. Little River beat uh, Hitchcock. Just a complete team is what Malakoff is with Mike Jones and uh, Chansey Hogg and oh, Doc Remberg. You know, I just – I don't see them losing the rest of the year. I just I, they I, have it yeah. all year, and they're who I'm. Th- I, I just think they're going to win it all. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm probably right there with you. Just the way they've been dominating teams all season long, they only give up like l- less than six points per game, even through their uh, when you include their playoff games. They've been excellent all season long on both sides of the ball. But yeah, for the second straight year, Malakoff, the champions of Region Two in Class Three Division One, fifty-eight twenty winners over Winsboro, and that is our Region Finals recap from a great slate of games last week in the Region Finals. And uh, before we dive into our state semifinal preview, we of course, as always, have the Matt Step question of the week. And the question for Mr. Step was, uh, let's talk about the Glen Rose Tigers. How surprised are you that they won their region? How can you describe the job that Coach Watkins and company have done? Also, give us your thoughts on their semifinal matchup uh, with Gilmer. And uh, Matt Sepp's answer was, I am quite surprised Glen Rose won the region. They no doubt had improved since the slow start, but I didn't think they would have enough to take down uh, West Plains. Coach Watkins and his staff have done an incredible job. Glen Rose is one of the state's most well-coached teams. Gilmer is a tough matchup because of the Buckeyes' team speed. Glen Rose is an underdog, but there is a path to victory. This game should be very pointsy, uh, end quote. And uh, thanks again to Matt Steph, as always, for his question of the week. And I I agree completely, man. When you look at that Gilmer team, they just knocked off Carthage last week, and that is Carthage had a 29-game winning streak going into that one, and then Gilmer beats them. And then I think that's the thing that, you know, Glen Rose had on their mind during their week four playoff game. Like, oh, if we if we win here, we'll probably have to get Carthage again next week, and that's going to be a tall task. But Gilmer kind of – but when you look at that, now you're facing the team that beat Carthage, so yeah. it's still going to be just as tough. But like you said, Glen Rose, I think I think Steph's right. I think this is easily one of the best coach teams in Texas. Coach Cliff Watkins and company have been, do- have been doing a phenomenal job all year long, regardless of how much we like to admit it as the season went along. He's done a phenomenal job. Uh, I think it's going to be 
a great game, Kenny. Yeah, and I think, I mean, if you want to, let's start our preview here. Yeah, I mean, you yeah let's Glenn do it. Rose. So, Gilmer gives up a lot of points, and they've mm-hmm. given up a lot of points in the yeah. playoffs. Uh, save for uh, Seminole. You know, Grandview's played great in the playoffs in defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm Glenn Rose. I'm sorry. Golly. <laughs> um, and you look at Canyon Evans, probably the most I, – I think he won an award in week 10, but you don't hear a whole lot about that kid. Uh, 4,200 yards. We haven't. We definitely haven't uh, gave him his due. 4,200 yards, 45 mm-hmm. touchdowns. They got a good running back duo in uh, Bruton and Reed, both underclassmen, juniors and a freshman. Uh, Josiah Grunewig, uh, that, that name is hard to pronounce. Gronaweg, fourteen hundred yards, we'll eighteen touchdowns. Uh, another uh, duo of wide receivers in, in uh, Sanchez and Baker. They're just loaded, and, and yeah. you know, shame on us for not knowing this. Uh, they got some big time tacklers. Uh, Kelton Raymond, twelve and a half sacks, twenty five tackles for losses, uh, one hundred nineteen tackles. Man, uh, just studs. And then you look at Gilmer. Caden uh, Tennyson is one of the best quarterbacks. Yeah, he's like the third guys. straight Tennyson yeah. they've had a quarterback yeah, in the state. Uh, and they got an all-world uh, running back in Will Henderson, Henderson with yeah. uh, 22-40 for 30 touchdowns. He'll catch the ball in the backfield. He'll score some touchdowns. Uh, they got a good little wide receiver trio and Tate Webb and Noble. And like we said, they give up a lot of points, uh, but they score a lot of points. So, I mean, this may be a first one to 60 type game, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. in my opinion. I think uh, it will be a shootout, I think so. And yeah. this this one's going to go down 7 o'clock Friday night at Prosper Children's Health Stadium. And what a venue for this type of matchup as well. That stadium can hold 12,000 people. That's a brand new spot, ain't it? Uh, yeah. Open 2019. Yeah. And that with this high level of a game, with this talent across the board, that 12,000-seat stadium could be nearly filled to capacity, I think. Yeah, I think they'll both try. You know, Gilmer's a pretty good ways. Yeah. Glenrow's probably not as much. But, uh, you know – Gosh, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. Yeah. And I think that Glen Rose is going to be the team that gets the two or three stops that they need at the right time. And I got Glen Rose rolling in this one. Yeah. Um, so when you look at both these teams, they're both a prime example about it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Absolutely. And with Glen Rose, again, as we mentioned before, they started off one and four, and we kind of, you know, kind of wrote them off. But they've now won nine straight games to improve their record to 10 and four. And they, they haven't beaten. They haven't played many cupcakes. You know, they they went through a pretty tough district over there with Godley and a Hillsborough team that started off good, but then they got riddled with injuries down the stretch. You're being way too nice tonight. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but still, with how we were talking about that district early on, it's just how our ex- expectations were. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think yeah. they exceeded it regardless. And, you know. Well, and you, and you look at their pre-district schedule. I mean, the, their losses, you know, Graham, really yeah. good team. Yep. You know, Grandview beat them thirty-five to seven. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, they beat a, a, a solid Gatesville team, twenty-one yeah. to twenty. Uh, Brownwood beat them by twelve, which yep. is no shame in that. Mm-hmm. But you know, and they lost to Springtown, which is a perennial four yep. A uh, playoff team. But it seems like they've got their stuff together. You know, once district started and they, they got on a roll, and that's what you just need to get hot at the right time. And they yeah. they definitely have. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think. You have Glenn Rose. I'm probably going to take Gilmer in this one. They had previously been 0-8 against Carthage. And I think getting finally just breaking that ceiling and getting that win in exciting fashion over Carthage last week, 
I think that's going to springboard them. Now, this won't be an easy task. Like I said, I think this will be a shootout. <laughs> like, it might just be last team with the ball wins the game, quite honestly. But I think I think Gilmer has just a little bit more firepower. And, again, there's that playoff, that pedigree. You know, they've been in the state championship uh, recently as well. So, I'm going to take Gilmer in this one. I think it will be a one-possession game. I think you're right. I think it could be like a 60-58 to 58 or 52-50 type game. But, yeah, um, you'll take Glenn Rose and I'll take Gilmer. What does Curtis Quillen uh, say on the matter? Curtis has got Gilmer. He's got Gilmer. So we both have uh, Gilmer, and then you will take Glenn Rose. Now let's move on down to Class 2A Division One on the west side of this bracket here as the champions of Region 2. The Toller Rattlers at 13-1 and will take on the undefeated champions of Region 1 in Stratford, 14-0 and on the season. Uh, this game will be played 5 o'clock on Thursday at Vernon Lions Stadium. Uh, Toller beat Marlin last week, 42-19, uh, to while Stratford beat the defending state champions in the Holly Bearcats in emphatic fashion, 46-6. to um, when you look at this game, I think, especially for Stratford, this this could very well be the Bryce Braden show here. Yeah, and, you know, he's probably, you know, Peyton Brown was injured most of the year. Yep. Didn't, didn't put up the, the stats that he had previous years. So if you look at Bryce Braden, he's probably one of the, if not the best three, uh, 2A player in the state uh, yeah. in, in D1. Uh, you know, he's, he threw for 1,800 yards. He rushed for 1,300 yards, mm-hmm. scored almost 50 touchdowns this year. Yep. Plus, he is a – He's their leading tackler. Crazy defensive yeah. player. And he's got a buddy named Julio Valdez that's just equally <laughs> as good. Yeah. Uh, those dudes, uh, you know, 12 sacks, 10 tackles for losses for uh, Mr. Valdez. He's a great receiver, mm-hmm. too. He plays outstanding run, running back. He's a headhunter-type kid. That's – how you would pick Stratford because they've just got a, a really the best mm-hmm. player on the field probably more than likely you know yeah. I don't know how Peyton Brown and then you go look at Toller uh, you know Isaac Blessing is a great quarterback yep. in his own right he, he's thrown for almost 1700 yards uh, 28 touchdowns he's rushed for over a thousand yards yeah. with uh, almost 20 touchdowns uh, Peyton Brown limited play at 500 yards and 10 touchdowns well 447 uh, Garrett Nations, who filled in well for him, yep. almost 1,000 yards. And they've got a big, lanky receiver in Matthew Barron's, 677 yards and nine touchdowns. They've got a stingy defense. They're a turnover machine. You know, they're going to cause fumbles. They're going to pick you off. Uh, this is probably the best game in the state. I think As far so. as the lower – I don't know about 6A and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, as far as for my money, I, this is going to be a great game. Uh, that Toller defense has had 87 tackles for losses this year. <laughs> And I didn't oh do the map goodness. on Stratford. And uh, it's – man, this is going to be a battle. I want to hear yeah. what you say. You, yeah, yeah. So, I, so first of all, I, I want to preface all this. I think Tuller's going to win, and I'll tell you why. So, Stratford, when you look at Stratford, like we were just saying, Bryce Braden, he's their lead – he has their leading scorer, their leading passer, and their leading rusher. He's also their leading tackler, and I think he leads in the team in tackles for loss as well. So – and when you look at the other side for Toller, they have Isaac Blessing, right, the quarterback, and then they have 
multiple weapons, especially with Peyton Brown coming back. You look at last week, Peyton Brown, 114 yards, two touchdowns. Isaac Blessing, 118 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, they had 416 yards of total offense last week, and 341 of that was on the ground. And I think if they can establish a run game early against a really good strap for defense, then I think I think they'll win. I think they have more than one playmaker like established playmaker that I think will help them. The thing is, Stratford's defense is really good. They only give up 10 points per game, and that'll be a but that'll be truly tested against this Toller offense that just puts up I don't know probably 50 something points per game or something like that. I don't have the exact number, but they've been scoring on pretty much everybody yeah. all year long, um, and especially with Peyton Brown coming back, I think he's really starting to hit his stride. Give me Toller in this one. I think I'll go Tuller to uh, – you know, Stratford played Sunray earlier in the year and beat him by three. I think it's yep. 2023, which Sunray has Albany, I think, coming up yes. uh, this week. Yes, So yes. that's going to be a great game. Uh, I just can't get over – I watched film on uh, Bryce Braden and Julio Valdez, and those dudes are – you know, as good as they are on offense, they're that much better on defense. I mean, they're studs. So, but yeah. I think in the second half, late in the third quarter, fourth quarter, I think – Toller just wears them down. I think mm-hmm. Peyton Brown, he's he's got fresh legs. Uh, you know, Garrett Nation, Isaac Blessing, I think just the, their run game will wear them down. I don't think they've seen a team like Toller, and I don't think Toller's seen a team like Stratford I, I either. Agree. I agree. But, uh, I'm yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm going to go Toller, and, and I think this is going to be a remarkable yeah. game. But, really, I think of all the games we have on our run sheet here, I think this is the truest coin flip type game where you could it could go either way and you're not surprised whatsoever so we'll both take toller in this one what does uh curtis quillen say uh on this one curtis has got the snake farm he's he's going the toller rattlers so we have toller across the board and let's stay in class 2a as we drop to division two how about a doozy in this one seven o'clock friday night at crusader stadium uh in belton 13 and one chilton the champions of region four against the unbeaten champions of region three in the mart panthers uh chilton again dominant fashion defeating fall city 53 to 7 last week and mart defeating love lady in comeback fashion 57 to 20 after being down 20 to 10 at halftime what do you see in this one kenny well i got a couple of questions uh-huh you know i don't think mart's seen a team like chilton all year long yeah Has mart's secondary seen a team has, have they seen a quarterback like Isaiah Red that can, you know, he's thrown for 3,700 yeah. yards and 36 touchdowns, rush for over 600 yards and 10 touchdowns? So you get you get you cover their receivers. This kid has a chance to take it to the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, DeCorian Evans, 1,500 yards, and 20 touchdowns. Markedrick Taylor, a thousand yards yep. rushing, 1,100 yards receiving, uh, 17 touch, total touchdowns. Then you got. Isaac's brother, or uh, Isaiah's brother, Isaac, 1,369 yards, 14 touchdowns. Then you got Taylor jo- Tyler Jones, who went off last week. He's got almost 900 yards. <laughs> I don't know that they've seen an offense like this, but I don't think that that counts Mart out because, you know, they've got their own guys. Uh, you know, we talked about it, Medlock, J.D. Bell. Uh, Monty Swainer is probably one of the best defensive players in Central Texas Yeah, at, at defensive tackle. Uh so, they, they, Mart will create a lot of turnover. They have. Uh, can they contain Red? I think it's the biggest question. What can they do with, what can they do for, uh, 
Isaiah Red. Now, March defense has been phenomenal all season long. They only give up eight points per game all season long, but this is going to be their biggest test, undoubtedly, with this Chilton offense that, again, put up 53 points and only gave up seven against a a perennial semifinal team in Fall City. I mean, and Chilton themselves, they, they only give up six points per game. We talked about at the top of the show, in four playoff games, they've given up 13 points, which is ridiculous. And that this will be their biggest test on defense as well with this Mart offense that puts up 49 points per game. As far uh, we just talked about how Stratford and Toller is probably the biggest to- you know, coin toss. When it comes to this one, with how e- both offenses stack up against both defenses, this might be the most exciting matchups when it comes to like two-way talent across the board that we will see all season long. Even when you look at the state championship game, however that shakes out to be, I think this is the most exciting matchup in Class 2A Division Two that we'll see all season long. Yeah, and I think uh, – so. If you go back to Mart, you know, they're they're young. They're they're yep. gonna get all their school yep. kids back next year. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that in the intro. Uh I think their game plan is hey, we're gonna run the ball down your throat, control the clock. I think they might have learned something from Albany last year. You know, hey, let's 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 punch somebody in the mouth. I think you've got the perfect duo to do it in JD Bell and uh Demontro Medlock. Keep Chilton off the field because you know they're they can score in bunches and uh mm-hmm. Man, I think it's – you know, I, I said Toller and Stratford was the game of the week. This may be the game of the week. I don't know. But like 2A said, is the conference to, yeah, to keep an eye on awesome. here. Uh, I'd like to see a round robin between these four teams. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I hate to see Chilton's season end. You know, Coach Benny Hewitt's done a tremendous job over there. Uh, they've got just – playmakers all over the field. I'm going to go Mark. I'm, I'm go going Mark. Chilton, man. I'm going Chilton. I just – it, may, it might just be my intuition telling me, which has failed me before, I will admit. But I think Chilton takes this one. I think with – I mean, I have no problem. I, yeah. If somebody – If there's one team – money, I'd be fine. If there's one team that has a chance of taking down Mart prior to a state championship game in all of Class 2 Division Two, it's Chilton. Yeah, and, and we saw that earlier on, you know, mm-hmm. second round of playoffs. So I think we talked to Step about it and mm-hmm. uh, maybe last week and uh, – just what a wealth, uh, you know, just of talent that both these teams have. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give the playoff experience, big yeah. game experience, and I'm going to go with Mark. That's perfectly fair. So, I'll take Chilton. You'll take Mark. What, the tiebreaker goes to Curtis. He's going to go with the Panthers. He's going to go he Mark. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Taking the safe pick, aren't you, too? <laughs> so, yeah, they'll, they'll take Mark, and I'll take Chilton. What – like I said, we just talked about Stratford Toller. Chilton Mart might also be in the conversation for the game of the week in the entire state of Texas. Definitely one to keep an eye on uh, over there uh, in Belton for that one. Now let's uh, finish off with our two 3A Division One matchups. We will start on the east side of the bracket. 11-2 Edna, the champions of Region 4 against the 13-1 Franklin Lions, avenging that one loss uh, to take the – Uh, Region 3 crown last week. This game will be played 7 o'clock Thursday night at the beautiful Berry Center, Cyfair FCU Stadium. Uh, Edna beat a very good Blanco team, 55-13, last Friday night. Uh, Franklin, again, as we mentioned, got their revenge over Lorena, 49-27. This Edna team, 
Don't know much about them down there in Region 4 in South Texas, uh, and they don't put their stats on max preps or anything like that. The only thing I can tell you about Edna is that's where Stone Cold Steve Austin's from. That, that's about the yeah. extent of my Edna, Texas knowledge. But when you look at the numbers, not, putting individual stats aside, they put up 42 points per game while giving up 17 points per game, which at this point in the playoffs, 17 points per game, only giving that up is good. But, man, that's going to be tested big time against this Franklin offense. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I looked up some Edna stuff, uh, you know, and, and, hey, congrats to those guys for making it, mm-hmm. you know, winning a region because that, that's not easy. I don't care no, what yeah. re- if oh, you're in yeah. four, region four mm-hmm. or whatever. That's not easy. But, you know, Franklin with, you know, they got an unsung hero at quarterback in Court Lowry who's kind yep. of their, their leader and a all-world running back in Jaden Jackson. Who's still a junior, by the way. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> a, and, a, and a kind of a – Devin Hidrago, who plays really good on defense, runs the ball a lot. Uh, You know, I just don't see any way that Franklin loses this game. I don't either, especially with how they avenged their single loss of the season. Yeah, they just looked really good last week, and I just don't see them slowing down, man. And these two teams, this was the semi – literally both – semifinals in three division one were the semifinals last year. So it's Mm -hmm. the same final four as last year. Um, And Edna and Franklin – Last year, it was Franklin. It was 41-13. Now, I don't th- – it, it has a chance to be a 28-point win. I think Edna, you know, with the experience they brought back overall, looking at their roster, they brought a lot of guys back from last year. I think it has a chance to be maybe a little bit closer, maybe. But I think Franklin still wins comfortably here. Uh, I, think, I think they'll win by at least 21 um, I'm not saying they probably won't name their score because this. The, at the end of the day, this is a good Edna defense they're playing, but I don't think it's the best defense that Franklin has faced all season long. So, I think I don't think Franklin will name their score, but I think they'll win pretty comfortably here. Have you seen that TikTok where uh, a guy's wearing an ET mask and he uses Stone Cold? <laughs> yes, I have seen those. <laughs> when you said Steve Austin, I, I just think of that's ET the first going, thing that comes up. He wants to. There's also this other one where this guy's like, "Don't go sit." So there's also this other one. It might be the same guy where he's like in a drive-through. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah he, he's like, he's yeah. That's he's like, so. give me a hell yeah. <laughs> That's great. And an ET mask. That's just yeah. phenomenal. Hey, uh, great season for Edna, yeah. but I think it comes to an end this week. Yeah, I think so as well. I think Franklin wins pretty comfortably here. You and I have Franklin, and I would venture a guess that Curtis also has uh, Franklin to advance to the 3A Division One state final. Yeah, and, and you know what a job Coach uh, Fannin's doing over yeah. there, you know, uh, replacing a, a longtime legend in uh, head – uh, uh, Mike Hedrick, Mike Hedrick, which is yeah. the field, Hedrick, 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 yeah, and the in the fields named named after him yeah. too over there. So, so you know, just picking it up and and really taking it beyond where it'd been yeah. before. You know, they've been to the state championship. Yeah. They they didn't win one, and yeah, hey, Coach Fan is doing a great job. Yeah, and if Franklin wins this one and they go to their third straight uh, state championship game appearance, that would mean that. Uh, no, it would be their fourth because in 2020 they were in Division Two, in yeah. three Division Two, and they made it. So that would mean this is Coach Fannin's fourth year at Franklin. If they win against Edna this week and advance to the state final, that means all four years that Mark Fannin has been a head coach in Franklin, he's took, taking them to at least the state championship yeah, game. That's awesome, but you, know, yeah. you only got one way to go from there. That's down. So, you know, yeah. that's great about those small towns that are so good as your expectations mm-hmm. are at state – not Every a few, not a whole lot of teams 
have that. You know, I think Lorena won it. So, I mean, I don't and, know. And if the expectations are to get there year in and year out, you usually see those in the higher classifications, yeah, like yeah. Alito and South Lake yeah, Duncanville and all those guys. I think that's the, what you strive to be. You know, I mean, that's not going to happen to every team. But, yeah. you know, there's teams that – do good three or four rounds in the playoffs. And, you know, I think that's how you build. Like, I think Franklin, they were like that. You know, yeah. two, three rounds, and now you you build your program up, and now your expectation is to play for a state championship every year. Yeah, absolutely. And they, I really think – yeah, and as a good team, don't get me wrong, you don't make it to the state semifinals from, you know, by luck. You, you got you got to be a damn good team to do so. But, yeah, I think Franklin uh, will win pretty comfortably – Probably in similar fashion to the way they did last year. So uh, we'll take Franklin across the board on this one. And another semifinal rematch in Class 3 Division 1 from last year here on the west side of the bracket. The champions of Region 1, the Brock Eagles at 11-3. and They started off 1-3, and have won 10 straight. And then the unbeaten champions in Region 2, the 14-0 Malakoff Tigers. It's going to be played... Uh, Thursday night at 7 o'clock at the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Um, Malakoff, big-time winners over Winsboro, 58-20 last week. Then Brock getting their second win of the season against Paradise. Uh, kind of a, a little bit closer than the first time, 21-7, uh, but still a dominant defensive performance. I mean, when you hold an offense led by Austin Iglesias to only seven points, uh, that speaks volumes of your defense. So, but... Yeah, what do you see in this one, Kenny? Well, you know, this offense has – and Malakoff has got a little – I mean, Austin Iglesias is a great great player. Yeah. But you look over at Malakoff, you got Mike Jones, Jerry and Hall, Chancey Hogg, and that's just a, a three-headed monster. I don't know that many teams can corral. Yeah. I mean, Mike Jones, you know, kind of go back to what we said with Glenn Rose and Kenyon Evans. I mean, not enough – People are talking about what the job Mike Jones is doing. Yeah, yeah. and you can't leave out the sophomore Jerry and Hall either. Yeah. He's kind of stepped up after being, you know, there that backfield dealing with a couple injuries, and he kind of stepped up. He had a big game last week, 179 yards and four touchdowns on the ground. The sophomore Jerry yeah. and Hall, he stepped up in a big way. And just – that's just – Again, we talk about it with great programs and great teams. Just plug and play. You have, if you have a system set, especially with Coach Driscoll, he's been at Malakoff for a long time. Coach now. Driscoll has done a tremendous job at yeah. Malakoff. I mean, they've he has uh, you know back when they played Grandview in, in the state championship mm-hmm. game, I was there and always admired the way he you know he he does things and you know his teams will play the whistle yeah. and they will punch you in the mouth and, and they don't give you know they're not going to apologize for it yeah no absolutely not they're both and brock well coached team too again they start off one and three but you gotta look at who they played they played a pleasant grove of one of the t- probably arguably the top team in four division two their season came came to an end I think it was in round three with a three-point loss to Carthage yep. so that tells you how good they were and then also they played I'm trying to think they played Gunner they played at Gunner and lost that one in emphatic fashion Gunner probably the favorite to be the state champion in three division two so they played a gauntlet of the schedule so yeah they start off one and three but the competition that they played and how close they played that competition, aside from the Gunner game, that was that was kind of out, out of out of sorts from the beginning. Yeah. But they played Pleasant Grove tough. That was like a ten seven game or something like that. And then they played Wichita Falls Hershey, a playoff four A team that they beat. So they played tough competition early on, and then kind of rolled through their district. And but I think just the tough competition that they played in pre district really sets them up for a playoff run like this. And I think that's exactly what Coach Mathis and company over there, that was their plan behind, you know, 
scheduling that tough pre-district schedule. And again, for the second straight year, it's paying dividends. They've made it to at least the semifinal. And they beat this Malakoff team last year 21-10. But again, this is a much different Malakoff team than last year. But I think it's also a very different Brock team as well. I think Brock passes a little more with quarterback Brody Woods this year. And wide receiver Carson Finney, he's had a phenomenal season. When you look at Malakoff, man... They have so many weapons. We talked about it. Like you said, Mike Jones and Chauncey Hogg, sophomore running back Jarian Hall. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Malakoff in this one. I think they're going to get revenge and move on to the state final. Yeah, a question I got is, so you saw what Malakoff did to a tremendous Winsboro offense. Yeah. So you look at Brock, and like you said, Brody Woods, uh, almost 2,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, rushed for almost 1,100 yards. Yeah. Uh, Brett Tutter. Oh, yeah. I great running back, him, 758 yeah. with 15 touchdowns. Uh, Carson Finney, 878 yards. If my stats are right off off a of match prep, I'm mm-hmm. sure they may not be. Uh, can they shut that offense down like they did with Winsboro? That's the question. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some – you know, uh, it's kind of difficult to compare Winsboro, you know, di- maybe different, different schemes. Yeah. But then you look at uh, Brock's defense. And they've got a pair of linebackers. I don't think I've seen this before. Uh, Hyatt Dunaway has 175 tackles <laughs> and 39 tackles for losses. That's like 3A wow. defensive player of the year, right? Yeah. Well, not so fast, my friend, because his teammate, Cooper Massey, has 220 tackles <laughs> and 40 tackles for losses. Golly. Goodness. So hey, they've got a great defense. Yeah, they've got a great offense. I look at I look for Malakoff to kind of do you know to slow that. Mm. You know their defense is great. You know yeah, we saw what they did to a Grandview yeah. defense. They saw what they've done to a Winsboro defense or uh, offense. I'm sorry, and I, I'm just a I'm a fan of Coach Jamie Driscoll. I'm, yeah, and I, I'm not gonna pick against Malakoff the rest of the year. And I got I, yeah. Malakoff. I can't I can't either. I'm gonna take Malakoff as well. Um, but I think this – I don't think it's going to be a shootout. With how good Brock's defense is, and with Malakoff's defense, they give up less than 10 points per game. I think throughout the regular season, they only gave up like five or six points per game. And seven of their ten regular season games were shutouts. So they've been just dominant on the defensive yeah. side of the ball all season long, as has Brock uh, through district and up until now. I think Brock, when you look at their like pre-district schedule – Oh, it's crazy. I mean – or their play, like the their, play, their playoff run, oh, yeah. yeah, their playoff run rather. They've given up. They gave up. They shut down. They shut out Iowa Park. Gave up thirteen to Muleshoe, fourteen to Clyde, and then only seven to Paradise. So in four playoff games, they've given up thirty-four points. So that's less than ten points per game. So yeah. both defenses have been absolutely off the page good all season long, particularly in the playoffs. So I think it could be first team to 21 wins Yeah, and I think it's going to be a closer game because I don't think you're going to see Brock, uh, Brock going for, for it yeah. at midfield on and fourth and I don't long, think you'll see onside Mal- kicks. Malakoff go for 80-yard touchdowns yeah. and stuff. They're going to keep, Both defense are going to keep everything in yeah. front of and, them. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Brock comparing them to Winsboro. I'm just comparing the, the high-scoring offenses they have. And, uh, and I, I just don't think that Brock's the type of team. I think they're going to be a more field position type team. Yeah. You know, if it's fourth along at the on the 50, they're going to punt it and, and pin you back in your own – on your side of the field. But, 
Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game, but I, I mm-hmm. you know, they're playing at a, at a great place at the Ford Center in Frisco and yeah. or the Star. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I got I got Malakoff, man. I'm not going to pick yeah. against him the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm not either. So we'll both take Malakoff. And what says Curtis Quillen on this? He one? has uh, he's got Brock. So he's going to take Brock in this one. So he's got. He's got a rematch of the state championship from last year, and you and I have Franklin and Brock in the state yeah, championship. This is or Franklin yeah. and Malakoff. Yeah, I think Malakoff wins it this year. I think this is yeah. their year. I think that. I think so done. as well. But man, I, I changed my mind since last last week. But, but if it does end up, I mean, the final four, regardless of the matchup, it's going to be great in three division one. But if we get Malakoff Franklin, that's going to be an all time. Yeah, I'll be title there. Game. I'm going Thursday. Yeah. Are you going Thursday? I'm, I'm going. I'm planning on going Wednesday through Friday. Might go Saturday, might not. You know, I'm more of a small school guy, and plus the crowds get super big on Saturday, especially for the 6A games. Yeah. So especially I, if we get Duncanville North Shore Park, 800. Oh, it'll yeah. probably be 60,000 people probably. So, But so, I will for sure go Wednesday through Friday. So we got a chance for Tuller being there Wednesday night, right? Because I think D1 plays Wednesday night. Correct, correct. So D2 – Either Thursday oh, we morning. should mention on that Wednesday, both six-man state title games are set. Oh, yeah. You got yeah. Oglesby, Benjamin, and D2, and the D1's going to be Gordon and Westbrook. Yeah, so and those we, we kind of got a local – Oglesby's, you know, yep, just over there by Moody, not, yep. not too far mm-hmm. from uh, from us. So, Their first but we could have – we'll have a Chilton Mart playing for the state championship mm-hmm. Thursday morning, and then we could uh, – we'll have a – either Malik – well, you know, it's not certain, but – Pretty much Franklin will be there. Yeah. And uh, maybe a, a Malakoff-Franklin matchup. I'll be there for that. Yeah. And then we got D2, I would say, Gunter-Dangerfield. Oh, that's what I was leaning towards. Yeah. Blue on uh, blue Tiger against Blue Tiger, probably. You think so? But you, you look at Tidehaven. They've given they've played 14 games. They've given up 69 total points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, they, but that'll be tested against Dangerfield. They, what do you think about, uh, man, you know, Sunray – I think, think I think they, they give, I think they, they can they, pull off the upset. Yeah. I really do. Uh, they're playing. Who they have on that left side? They have um, in two A division. They got Albany. Albany, that's right. So, so it could, you want to see a Sunray Chilton game, or you want to see a rematch? I mean, you want to talk about a Final Four in any classification that literally, no matter what the Final Four outcome is, it's going to be an absolute banger of a state championship game. You know, I would like to see. The same game and see Mark get their revenge. That would be a cool storyline to see. What, but you don't like Coach Denny Faith? You don't want him to win? Well, he won, is he? He, won, <laughs> he won last year. He got what his he win got? last year. No, I do like Coach Faith. No, we won. I mean, I, Coach Hoffman's been on the show. Yeah. We love him. And I'd love yeah. to see Mark win it. Yeah. I'd love to see a rematch. I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to see a Sunray Chilton game. That'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> hey, Armando Lujan might be, the, might be the best quarterback in the yeah. entire state. Sunray. I think, I think if I heard it right on uh, Dave Campbell's, I think Armando Lujan is three touchdowns away from the all-time career touchdown scoring list in, in Texas high school football. Ball. Uh, who's the kid out in the out in the panhandle that uh, Gerber? Remember uh, a Gerber kid that I threw for like seventy so. something touchdowns? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that, that's a big record to break. Yeah, if you, if which, which he could very well do it against against Albany. It's Albany's defense. Man, they don't they don't let anything get by him. They've been phenomenal all year long. But I think yeah, in two A Division two, regardless of the final four, it's going to be an absolute amazing state championship. Of course, regardless of it's Mart or Chilton, we're going to want them to win yeah, in, the, in, the, in the state final, no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, 
It's an exciting time. What do you think about uh, Gunner and Canadian? No one's been able to touch Gunner all year long. Mm -mm. Not even close. I mean, but if there is a team that's going to do it, that that has even a chance of doing it. It's Canadian. Whoever wins Gunner Canadian is going to win the three division two state championship. Because yeah. I don't think whether it's Tidehaven or whether it's Dangerfield, it's going to be a similar situation to what we saw last year when Gunner played Poth. Poth had absolutely deserved and earned their right into that state championship, but they're running into a buzzsaw. Yeah. I think whoever comes out of that east side of the bracket in three division two, regardless of it's Canadian or Gunner, it's going to it's going to be the same thing. You know, I'm kind of. Here, there on Gunner. I've seen them play a couple of times. Sometimes I didn't care for the way they play, but it's a great That's program. Fair. Great program. Yeah, their quarterback, five foot six, mm-hmm. five foot seven. The yeah. dude can sling the ball. He can run it. He kind of hides behind his offensive line. Walker and he Overman. Just, boom. Yeah. Great. I mean, I just love seeing little dudes like that yep. uh, go out and, and, that's and been, show out. That's been the trend there in Gunner as yeah. well because they don't they don't throw it very often. They kind of run like a gun option style yeah. offense, flex option sort of thing. But they're playing – I think they're playing at Anthony Field where Abilene Christian plays, and that's going to be a great crowd as well. That's a good spot for both of them. Because I think Gunner's up there in, like, in the Texoma area and then Canadian obviously yeah. in well, the Yeah, well, they're Panhandle. in that 289 corridor with mm-hmm. Salina and, yep. and uh, Tioga and all – you know, just tremendous football all yeah. up that – that highway, you know, Prosper, you know, back in the day, Prosper was one school. Now there's, what, three or four or, you know. Yeah, I think there's two. They're growing. Yeah. I know there's Prosper High and then Rock Hill. Yeah, Coach Allison is going to be a, mm-hmm. a former Robinson coach. Oh, Wal- he, and Walnut Grove, that's yeah, the third yeah, one. Yeah, he's Walnut Grove. That's the third one. That's yeah, right. And, uh, yeah, Rock Hill, uh, former Whitney Wildcat quarterback. Uh, Brett Gilchrist was the quarterback yep. coach there for a little bit. Now he's the OC at uh, Frisco Lone Star. That's a, that's a dude that's probably fixing to get a head coaching job somewhere, I, I would so. bet. Uh, I think so as well. Man, come from a coaching family. So we talked. We talked about it. We kind of threw it around. What is your number one matchup overall for the state semifinals this week? If I could go to any of them, just yeah. one, I would probably go. I want to go see Stratford play. I want to go see Taylor Stratford. It'd be Chilton Mart for me. Yeah, that, that's yeah. close. And you know. Malakoff Brock is right there. You know, there's like one well, A, I don't have to one B, one C. Because I am going to that well, one. Well, you're going to be. <laughs> I am I am going to that one. I'm, I got to stay home. I got family coming down this weekend, so I got to get stuff ready around here. Uh, I will be tuned in on Texan Live yep. or NFHS or uh, however else I can find a stream. Mm. Uh, what? So, any Dangerfield, Tidehaven, I, I don't know, that, you know. I think I'm probably going to lean towards Dangerfield on that one because they played a damn good Newton team, which I'm pretty sure I don't I don't know if they were unbeaten or not, but the wins they had were just dominant, and they beat them 42-21. And Newton was like a preseason favorite to make it to the state title game. And Dangerfield, Dangerfield's always good. They're you know no doubt about that. They're always a two or three round deep playoff team at least. But they finally broke through that glass ceiling and beat that Newton team. Uh, that Newton is usually that team that takes them out of the playoffs every year uh, over there in Region Three in a two A Division One or three A Division Two rather. So, you think? Yeah. Uh, I think Dangerfield t- will take that one. What about? So, do you think either Toler or Stratford can take down Timpson if they were yes. to meet them? Yes, I, th- I think I think the state championship game will be Toler Timpson. I think Toler wins that one because again, I think when you look at the matchups for Toler when they play Stratford. 
they're not going to have the best overall player on the field, but I think they're going to be the more the more complete team. When you look at Stratford, that guy's going to be Bryce Braden. And if they win and they end up facing Tola, or f- facing Timpson, it's going to be Terry Bussey, yeah. the A&M commit. So I think in both cases, they won't have the best player, but they'll have the overall deeper and just stronger core team team play where like everybody's contributing and it's, they're not just relying on one guy like kind of like what they were last year because la- last year it was kind of just riding on Peyton Brown all season long but and again we talked about it earlier this year the injury to pra- Peyton Brown as you know as bad as it was for Texas high school football it was kind of a blessing in disguise for that team oh absolutely because yeah. it brought it g- gave nations a, a chance to step up and he played well then isaac blessing the quarterback gave him a chance to step up and they've all played phenomenal um so i think they're just more of a complete team i think they're primed to i think this is their year kind of like with malakoff they've kind of been right there i think this is their year to go up there and win it all all right we're gonna go lightning around here davenport chapel hill here chapel hill what about uh, you i got chapel hill uh south oak cliff frisco emerson South Oak Cliff by Frisco Emerson coach uh, David Haynes, head mm-hmm. coach at uh, Whitney. David his, Haynes Sr.? Yeah, David mm-hmm. Haynes Sr. is a coach over there. And then they have the Allen transfer, Mike Hawkins, as yes. well. So that'll, that'll be a good game. But I, I'm going to take South Oak Cliff, though. Uh, and, you, did you see what they did to Lovejoy? Oh, 42 nothing. I thought that was going to be a good game. Yeah. So did They're I. Choctaw we, in Arlington. I think we both have Lovejoy making it yeah. to the state championship. Sorry, South Oak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. We, we didn't mean it. Uh, and a Decatur. We talked about it earlier. We'll yeah, I'll, I'll take – You know, Decatur beat a very good Brownwood team. Give me Decatur in that one. I don't think anybody can beat this team. Wimberley or Belleville? Belleville. Belleville is just something Damn else, good. Dude. I just don't know. I think that's another situation where they've been right there, third or fourth round every year, and this is their year to break through that glass yeah. ceiling and at least make the title yeah. game. Uh, Forney Alito. Probably Alito. Yeah. I'll be at that game on Friday night, too, because it's close to the house. Um, so. South yeah. Lake DeSoto. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm going to go DeSoto, but that's going to be a great football game. Hey, North Crowley is in a state semifinal. Yeah, they beat Allen in emphatic fashion last week. Yeah, so they've got Duncanville, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I think, they can, I think they're going to give Duncanville a push more than anyone else has had, but I think at the end of the day, Duncanville's probably going to win by two or three Yeah, scores. Duncanville's kind of that window shop. You know, they they yeah. the brand-new outfit in, in front of the, uh, the store. You know, they got the five – you know, all the recruits and stuff, the Colin Simmons that's going to they've, Texas. They've had now. a tendency for some slow starts this year, and yeah. that cost them in that DeSoto game. So, I would keep an eye on that. If there is a game across the state that is true upset watch that no one would expect it, but they could do it, I think it's North Crowley. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Keep an eye on it. Hey, I trust you, partner. Dungaville will probably win by 28 still, but that's that's my – I could see it. I could see North Crowley. They've already proven – they've been proving people wrong the last three weeks. They got their big win over Prosper. They beat Allen. So why not? Yeah. So this week we had the uh, snapshot uh, – UIL yep. came out with the uh, all the realignment numbers. Maybe Friday morning we're going to get uh, the cutoffs. Mm-hmm. That's probably so, what we'll open the show with next yeah, week. That'll be fun. Uh, and then February 1st, I think, is it? First of February, February 1st, we'll, we'll get mm-hmm. the new district. So that'll be fun. Uh, kind of just weirded out. I mean, uh, 3A, the numbers are going to be moved so much. And yeah. I don't. You know, I've seen think, the predictions. Think, it's hard to believe, but hey, I think I, we, I, I think this with the cutoff numbers, we're getting rumblings for a seven A reveal in the next two, yeah, the yeah. next realignment. Somebody asked me the other day about, well, do you think once that there's a seven A, 
Will they have a, a hard 6A, D1, and D2? And I think they will, right? Yeah, I think so. They'll do that. I and think then so. And then maybe 7, 7, 7A will be set up like 6A is right now, yeah, probably. Yeah. So we got that looking forward to. So you're, you're going to be, real quick, you're going to go to. I'll be at the start of Thursday night for um, Malakoff and Brock. And then Friday, since it's 15 minutes from Alvarado, then I'm going to go to Midlothian ISD to see Forney Belita. Okay, that'll be fun. I, I, think that'll be, I think that'll be close for maybe a half, yeah. maybe. But Alita will no doubt pull yeah, away. Haas Henney is a uh, tremendous quarterback yep. going to TCU. Yep. I'm not going anywhere. I'll watch it on TV. Uh, state championship. I'll be there Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You're going to be there all week. I got yeah. a, my, my old roommates coming in from California. Mm-hmm. His, uh, well, his, his brother is Jay Black, the curious. Okay, uh, the cool. Texas sports hall of fame. They've, He's coming down. They've got a suite. And he's like, come on, dude. Let's go Friday and Saturday. I won't be able to go. So, Poor Sick me. invite. No, I'm just playing. Last time, <laughs> last time I was in a uh, suite with Mr. J. Black, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. I didn't get home until very, very late. And, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I always love state. I think the Franklin people, dude. Yeah. I got buddies in Franklin. They do it up. They get suites. They, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a guy here in Whitney that's got a bunch of buddies in Franklin. I don't have buddies. He does. He tells me stories about it. I've never been in their suite <laughs> with them, but uh, they do it up. So, you yeah. Know. And, you know, I don't blame them. You know, you, your hometown 3A school goes to AT&T. For the, hey, potentially every, the everybody, year in Hey, row. we need yeah. some – pull your money up. We're going to get a sweep, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to do it right. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. I can't the, – the, these last two weeks, it's so exciting, but it's also kind of sad at the same time because the season's coming to yeah, an end. I, but it's, it's going to be so fun I these next two we, weeks. We talked about it last year, and we'll get together. I don't know where we'll – be at uh but i'd like to do a baseball some baseball you know some okay. small school central texas baseball i don't know mm-hmm. about 6a and 5a but i'd like to talk 4a 3a and 2a baseball and just you yeah know, maybe do a preseason and do a district and do a playoff one and just kind of yeah i don't see why I like not baseball. i think that'd be fun yeah but yeah man that's a that's a state semifinal preview and then and then some this is a fun show man it's going to be a fun slate of games man if you're if you have the capability to go out to a game this week, yeah, please go. Go to Vernon, yes, or go to Belton. the Star or Belton. Uh, yeah. Good games, man. I, I just I hate that I'm missing them, but I will be geographically ge- geographically for most of our listeners. They'd probably easiest would probably be going to Belton. You know what they quit doing, or I haven't seen it. Is Step used to have his road trip and like, yeah, hey, they stopped doing, go here and, and go the, eat there, and they stopped doing the vlogs. Yeah, so I love those. We should have okay on Thursday night. You can go here. Yep. Go to. Well, you can, it's five o'clock in Vernon's Toller, right? Are they in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, the, most games are only on uh, Thursday and Friday that we cover. But yeah, that would be cool to if you can pick a Thursday and Friday game. Yeah. I probably don't have the the food knowledge that a step has, but I like to eat. So I know, you mm-hmm. know, I travel a lot during work, so I know where the old greasy hole is, every, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the old uh, greasy spoon is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I do miss those. Those road trip videos were so fun, especially like in the first round of the playoffs when there's so many games going on. Yeah. Those were awesome to see, but – yeah, I think that's it. That'll do it for our state semifinal preview. Really, really excited. Uh, hey, for this one, one. real quick, oh, yeah. uh, one of my favorite places to eat uh-huh. is Hellberg Barbecue. I still haven't tried that. And they had a fire, and they and, and, and they lost a lot of stuff. They've got to go fund me out there to uh, 
pay their their mm-hmm. their their help their their uh, staff. So if if you're that kind of person, you want to get on Facebook and look up Hellburger Instagram. Hey, uh, they do catering. So if your uh, office wants to cater a, a Christmas dinner, yeah, go out there and uh, call up uh, Philip Hellberg. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked to him several times. They do a great job up the, over there outside of uh, China Spring. Yes. So uh, get on Facebook or Instagram. Look them up. Go help them out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, go help out uh, the Hellberg. I, again, I haven't ate there, but I have heard good stories about oh, Phil. Yeah. I heard he's a good guy. Tremendous. So. And you don't watch that on anybody no, so no. yeah help out in any way you can for sure with uh help the hellbergs for sure uh but yeah that'll that'll do it man a phenomenal phenomenal slate of games this week i had a fun time talking about it with you today great slate of games go out and see one if you can and again want to give a quick shout to you guys for listening really appreciate y- y'all support all season long throughout our second season right here on the ctfp i want to give uh, another thanks to matt step for the question of the week and curtis quillen for joining us on the Pickums, any parting words, Kenny? Uh, man, go out and enjoy some football if you can. Uh, go tune in to NFHS or Texan Live, and uh, we'll see you at State, maybe. Yeah, the holiday season is coming up, so stay safe out there. Have some fun. Uh, watch and watch some football, man. Have fun with your family and watch some football. Thanks again for tuning in to the CTFP today. Again, one one more quick thanks to Curtis Quillen and Matt Step for Kenny Heath. I'm Ryan Fox, and we'll be back with you next week for the state championship preview right here on the Central Texas Football Podcast.